This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Yes. I also got my good buddy, Chris Sisley, here live on the computer from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, yeah. On the ones and twos. And we are here, Disney Countdown. This is episode four. Episode four. I believe it's episode yes. four. And you know what I was thinking as we were hearing the theme music, which what? is so awesome that Chris put together for us, uh, is... I feel like I want, I wish that we could put like on a little tiny zip line a, and it would have to be a, a an arched wade zip line that a little tiny Tinkerbell would like go over our heads like at the end of the, be incredible. the Disney logo, like before the movies, you know how that like oh, lights yeah. up? Like that'd be so cool if we could like build that in here. It's too bad Emilio's not around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's, That's all we need. We need Emilio, Emilio where are you? Wand. Are, are you saying that it should be Emilio? Yes, it absolutely <laughs> should be Emilio. <laughs> I thought you were like suggesting Emilio could design it. No, no. Because he's really into Legos. We like, need, he could build us like a Lego. We need to ask him if he feels comfortable putting on a Tinkerbell costume and a little wand and wings. And at the, and he doesn't have to wear it for the whole episode, but just for the start of the episode, the first he has to, like, seconds. in this tiny little area behind us, has oh to go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he has to make that noise. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ha- and he has to go, like, Tinkle tinkle, 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 like trying to make like what he thinks yeah, yeah. like a like. Or a maybe he holds like a little like uh, the bells, you know, like the chimes that you when you just. Go I think to we need to rehearse this. I think we need to just like we need to try a couple costumes out. Yes, we we'll need, need to try a, a couple rehearsal. of sound effects from Emilio. <laughs> I want. I, I feel like there's going to be a trip and fall at some point. Uh, definitely, because there's not a lot of room no. to work with here. It's mere inches. Mere inches, <laughs> yes. But I do love the idea of like us trying to find a way in this very small space, yes, to make a full size human being fit behind us. Fit behind us. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I dream big. If, if there's anything that we want to impart upon people through this podcast, That's right. you know, a, dream, a dream is a wish your heart makes. That's right. And in this case, it's our assistant. <laughs> pretending to be a pixie tripping behind <laughs> us with a wand oh that's so good i've had a lot of people ask me they're like who is emilio really I, I hear you guys talking about this emilio who is emilio and then i have to explain emilio is basically like the figment of yes. of the countdown network do you like world. figment do you think that's a good ride i'm well people that's two different questions that's true I character like figment, and then the ride yes. do i like the ride yes. I'm glad you brought this up because I was on TikTok the other day, which we're going to get to here shortly because there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in the world of social media, specifically TikTok. Uh, but I, I was watching this video. I think it might have been the Dapper Danielle or somebody else that I that I follow on TikTok talking about Figment because Figment has come back really heavily into the conversation because he is being used heavily for the... Um, the art festival mm-hmm. that's going on at Epcot right now. He's very heavily involved. Yeah. And Figment is a character. I love Figment. Yeah. I think what Figment represents is incredible. Imagination. Imagination. Spark of imagination. Yes. Yeah. That he has like the horns of like a goat or a bull, but he has like the wings of a, of a fairy. The body of a dragon. Body. He could be anything yeah. that you want him to be. I, I love that. He When I went to Disney World for the first time, when I was a kid, when I was like eight or nine years old, you know, I got a souvenir. As we've talked Figment, about, that's yeah. what you do. 
and I got figment. Yeah. And he's like the OOG yeah. figment. He feels uh, very 80s Disney to me. I love it, though. In a good way, yeah. But your imagination is timeless. That's true. So to me, figment is timeless as well. The ride is sort of, I don't know. It, it's, here's the thing. I hadn't been on that ride since I was eight or nine. Didn't really have any memories of it. And then when we went as a family a couple of years ago, my daughter Emerson really, really liked it. But when we got to the last room... Because I hadn't been on it in so long, I didn't know like what was supposed to happen. But like they kept singing the song over and over again. I was like, I don't think this is supposed to happen. It's like imagination. Do, yeah. do, do. I was like, okay. Did you get stuck or was it just? Oh, long? we were stuck for sure. <laughs> we were stuck for a while, and I got to hear that song over and. Yeah, but it's, you know, look, it, it's not going to like change your day, your life sort of ride, but Figment is a character. I love Figment. It's really long. I always remember the, I don't know, I don't know if it was as you came out of the ride or before you went in, there was like a big area with lots of little like science and creative y experiences that yes. you could do like this was back in the 80s like there was vr kind of stuff like back in the 80s or you could like draw on a little screen and then you'd see it like show up on a screen somewhere else and it was really cool i remember that being a very cool part of the uh figment experience they still have it that's good yeah when you come out and then when you're i think in queue is when you walk by like all the doors of like the inventors mm-hmm. where you've got like you know rick moranis uh you know sure. honey i shrunk the kids and then um robin williams with flubber sure. and all that sort of stuff i think that's really cool and look i i think as a kid going through there no kid is walking through there today being like, God, this feels like this is straight out of the 80s. It's yeah. just like, it's all about imagination. But you do know? you know, just because it's been a long time since I've been on it, if they have updated the technology so the things that are in the like technology room are more modern things, or are they still the stuff from the 80s? I, I recall when I was on the ride last that like the whole sound thing and the smell, yeah. it all felt like maybe it hadn't been changed since it was <laughs> built. But again, like... You know, when you think about Disney, we talked about this before when we were talking about our rides and like Small World hasn't really changed changed except for like adding the characters, you know, and it's changed a little that it feels like when the hula dancers break, they just never bring them back. Have you noticed that? Like when you go next, I know you're going very, very soon. I'm actually going tomorrow. Is that when you get to the Hawaii section and the hula dancers are there, you can see like where there should be other hula dancers. Like, I think they were once, like, a Spice Girls, like, group of five. There's definitely only four And there's, now. like, I think there's, like, even three now. Oh, gosh. And, like, you could see when one's about to go because, like, she's just not a keeping up with the rest back. of the group. Yeah. And then you come back and, like, ooh, one less hula we girl. We lost Tanya. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like it's interesting to me that they just haven't brought them back. Yeah, that is like, weird. Like, where are those That's hula my favorite girls? part. I know. That feels like a movie in and of itself. The Lost Hula Girls. The Lost Hula Girls of, of, of Small World. Of Disney. It feels yeah. like Toy Story meets Chucky. Yeah. It would be a hor- Did you ever see that horror movie that they, and I'm not a horror movie fan, yeah, but neither am I. <laughs> did you see the movie where they shot it in Disney World? Like uh, they were not permitted it at all. They What? They had, it's a horror movie about like a family on vacation and the dad goes crazy or something and starts seeing all these like evil things. But and it's all in black and white. But they shot the whole thing in Disney World. Whoa. They did, just kept buying passes, and they made it. I they must have filmed with something that just looked like they were tourists, right? And then they, but they had lines and scenes oh and stuff gosh. like that. And then they, um, 
go through the whole thing, but it's all shot unauthorized at Disney World. Oh my gosh, where can I find this? Um, let me see if I'll I'll look up right now. Talk now, about something else, and I'll talk find about out something else. <laughs> no, well, you know what I'm talking about called. is you know we're talking about social media. Yes. Uh, let's remind the people who, if they're not following us already, they should definitely do that. Uh, we are on Instagram and TikTok at Disney Countdown Show. We are uh, on Facebook at Disney Countdown, and then we are at uh, Pod Disney on Twitter. So if you're not following us already, please make sure you do that. And if you are new to the show and you're loving what you're hearing so far, you're like, gosh, these guys. 10 minutes of hysterical content out the gates. I got to I gotta reward them for that. We would love Five Magical Stars. And please leave us a review. We'd love to read those on the show, which we will do here shortly after Eric shares this unauthorized yes. okay, video I found with it. me. It's called Escape from Tomorrowland. Okay. Look at the logo. I mean, oh, my gosh. It's that like a feels Mickey very hand kind of like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it says uh, it was a 2013 American independent thriller film written and directed by Randy Moore in his directorial debut. It tells the story of an unemployed father having increasingly bizarre experiences and disturbing visions on the last day of a family vacation at Disney World. It premiered at Sundance and was later uh, a personal selection of Roger Ebert shown at his 15th annual film festival in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, the... Uh, but, oh, okay. The film was a 2012 official selection of the Polygrind Film Festival, but at the time, filmmakers were still working on some legal issues and asked <laughs> that it not be screened because they shot the whole thing at Disney World without any um, uh, authorization. That's wild that they yeah. were able to get it into Sundance. Yeah. That nobody from Disney's legal team yeah, like shut it down. discovered yeah. that beforehand. Especially because it's so like off-brand exactly. of Disney. Very not Disney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Well, I may check it out. It's I worth watching yeah. like five minutes. Like watch okay. a trailer for it. Yeah. So you can like see what it looked like. Yeah. But you don't need to watch the whole thing. I've got so many Disney movies I've realized I have to watch that I've never seen from over yeah, the years. Watch like, those before this. Like Coco. You've never seen Coco? Okay. So oh my God. I know. I know. Do you want to know why? Remember don't. me. No, no, no. Don't start. Right, here's why. That movie terrifies me. Why? Because I feel like I'm going to cry through the whole entire oh, you thing. you will. You will. That's like... It's I, very emotional. When it's in like, you know, like the Main Street, you know, fireworks sure. show with the lights. Yeah. Thing, anytime like it comes on, like... It makes you cry without even knowing the story. I haven't even seen the movie. I don't even know what the story is. <laughs> like, I just, I feel like somebody told me once it's about like, you know, family who you've lost mm -hmm. and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm good. It's so good. good, though. And breaking news. Breaking Disney news. It was just reported this week that... Uh, Disney Theatricals is moving forward with a Coco musical for Broadway. That's is it for Broadway specifically? Wow, I was I think I saw a bit of that article because was it Mandy Gonzalez from Hamilton fame and in the Heights? She's performing at the Disney Arts Festival at Epcot, and I guess she mentioned something about it when she was doing her Ooh. show at Epcot. Maybe she's involved with it. Maybe she is. Maybe. But that movie wasn't written to be like a musical. It's just like. It's a movie that has musical elements. It's like any Disney film. There's, de I mean, there's definitely six or seven song, like true songs, um, in the show, in the movie. So, but I was reading something that I guess Bobby and was it Kristen? Mm -hmm. uh, they, I guess, wrote a musical treatment for the movie as well because they were involved in writing some of the music. for Yeah, Coco. they wrote all the songs. Yeah. So there's, I guess, a musical treatment out there. It would make sense. Yeah. Well, we got to keep an eye out. Yeah. For that. And I got to watch it. Um, you got to watch it. What you need to do, though, is you need to do one of those videos. This will be good social media content. Okay. Where you watch it, but you have to set up like a camera 
watching you watch it for yes. the first time. That sounds like then dynamic just, content. Then you're just going to cry and cry and cry. It'll be I should so I go good. live on TikTok and just title it, That'd be watch good a 40-year-old man cry <laughs> watching Coco. Here's a great question. Yeah. What Disney film, currently, since you haven't seen Coco, okay. or a few, make you cry the most? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm glad you brought this up because this, I feel this ties into our theme mm-hmm. for this episode oh, and yeah. next. Which is? Which is top 10 Disney songs of all time. All time. Not ride songs. No. But like, you know, movies, movies. TV shows, yeah. that sort of situation. Because Disney just has this way of pulling. And did we say, Did I actually had a question about this. Okay. This is for the countdown. But are we excluding live action films or are we and saying like only animated movies i think all movies we can get granular because you know on christmas countdown i think the first countdown we ever did was top 10 christmas songs yes and then we got we've very done love specific. songs we've done songs for sure. a party so i feel like we could eventually go like you know songs uh that are heartbreaking songs about love yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it might yeah, be yeah. so to me this is like the whole canon of okay. iconic disney songs which all is right. what makes this countdown so hard but as we were working through this i'm thinking of all these songs that just hurt my heart and they don't hurt it they just make my heart feel i I mean toy story immediately comes to mind for me first one uh, i think well they each have their own heartbreaking moments like in when two you know uh, two when jesse's left by the road that gets you heartbreaking and four when they're going towards the trash compactor oh no that's three and yeah three Oh yeah, you're right. Three, three, and because four is when Woody yeah. goes off on his own. But yeah, three when they're going in the trash compactor and they they're just like hands. they're resigned to their. They're like we're gonna yeah, die. and so let's die together. And they just like slowly grab hands. Like oh dude, my I'll God. see your trash compactor and oh. incinerator. I think it is, and I'll yes. raise you, Andy gifting the toys to Bonnie. At the end, oh, when he find when she's like my cowboy. Oh, I'm yeah. getting chills and thinking does, about it right and does, now. Is this, wait, I'm trying to think. Was this a meme that I saw or is this from one of the movies where it's like a shot of like Woody and Buzz and Rex and all of them like looking down off of a porch and saying like, goodbye, old buddy, because like Andy's walking away. That's is that at when the end Bonnie has him? Is yeah. that the end I of the I think Woody one? says, you know, goodbye, partner or something. When he's, yeah. oh God, yeah. I'm going to start crying right now. Oh, when he's man, driving off so to good. college. Oh, my gosh. All right, so you're saying Toy Story. We'll group that as one. I think one. Toy Story definitely hits. You got two I, more. Oh, I get to pick a couple. Yeah. Well, why yeah. don't we save that for a countdown? Like top five like tearjerker moments in sure. Disney movie history sure. or something like that. I mean, that one gets me for sure. I mean, Lion King, you know, when we lose Mufasa, that one's that's brutal. I mean, it doesn't matter to me if it's in the movie or the stage production. We're actually taking Emerson to see the stage production here in LA in March. And I'm already like mentally preparing myself for the, the wildebeest uh, stampede. Uh, I'll give you those two. Those are two that stand out for me. What about you? All right. I would say, obviously the opening of up is, you know, it's kind of, uh, the music is so perfect. And I always love storytelling without words when you can do it just with actions and and music is beautiful. Um, Inside Out oh, oh. is like as a movie, just being a parent and like, especially having like a young daughter who is in that in between stage of not wanting to be like a little kid anymore, 
but she's not like a college person. So she's just in that weird zone and trying to figure all of that out is inside out makes me just like, dude, it wrecks you. <laughs> I just watched it for just the first time a couple months crying, ago. Yeah. Oh, it's so and, good. Cause everyone kept telling me like, you're going to love this movie. Like for you, yeah. your personality, like your, your empathy, your emotions, you know, yeah. I was like, I don't think you understand what those movies make me feel. And right. you may say this is really good for you. Or you're really going to love it. But I did yeah. love it. I absolutely was like all about it. Emerson hasn't watched it yet. I can't imagine sitting there and watching it with my child. Like, uh. Well, here's what's funny. When we watched it with our kids somewhat recently, maybe a year or two ago, the kids love it. And they just see it as like, oh, man, this movie's like, so oh, fun. Bing bong. Like, bingo. Yeah. Bing bong. And like, you know, you know, anger and joy. And they just think it's like fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at these fun characters and... But when you're a parent, it's like, and especially us, because we've moved mm. so much, like, I know that that's, like, something that I always feel guilt about, and, like, am I ruining my child's life by moving them around all the time, and, yeah. you know, taking the rug out from under their feet, it feels like sometimes, and so, like, watching that movie, just, it just destroys yeah. me. It's so good, but it just destroys Disney has that ability uh you know i think we talked about this maybe in our trailer episode or first episode about like disney and their storytelling and pixar obviously as well is that you entertain and captivate kids but you make parents and adults feel and yeah. contemplate and they do it beautifully and i really think that would be a it'd be an interesting episode to do of like you know top five like heartbreaking songs or like moments from from disney moments. movies yeah. oh my gosh uh you know dumbo Big uh, mine. I know what what's gonna happen. Actually, this not, is funny. Not only do you have the song "Baby Mine," but you have like the mistreatment from those I mean know. old ant elephants to Dumbo's mom. So it's rude. Terrible. Yeah, this oh. is reminding me that I I text you and Chris the other day, uh, listeners. We were we have like a you know back channel thread where we talk yeah. about the show, and I was like, guys, this countdown in the songs. I think that we're gonna get our first uh, tears. On Disney Countdown, because if you're a Christmas Countdown fan, you know that Eric and I are not necessarily afraid to go there when it comes to emotions. And as I was putting together my list and listening to these songs in particular, I was I was wrecked, absolutely wrecked. Um, So, you know, we've been talking about social media a lot here today. And actually, the other day I posted a Disney TikTok. I've been sort of avoiding doing that because I was like, I know it sounds so silly. Is this my brand? Like I was like, you know, because I'm like, well. Cause I talk a lot about like motivational stuff, but I was like, you know sure. what? It's just one layer of who I am. And if people want to unfollow me because I talk about Disney, I don't care. It's my channel. Yeah. I'll just post whatever I want. So I posted this video the other day talking about this, uh, very cool piece of Disney memorabilia. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't checked out my TikTok, you can go find me. I think I'm at underscore Danny Jordan. Cause Danny Jordan was taken, whatever. Sure. Um, but I have this key, and it's called. I'm going to sort of like jingle it a little bit so you guys can sort of hear. This is your SM. It looks, it looks dense. Oh, it's very dense. You want to feel it? Yeah. Feel the weight of that. Oh, yeah. That's a That's heavy, heavy key. So it's a bronze looking key. It has a nice patina on it. And on one side, it says, what does it say? Uh, Official key to Toontown Honorary Tune. Yeah. And it says Mickey's Toontown Disneyland. So, and it's on this really thick, silky, like orange ribbon. Did you wear it around your neck? I just do this regularly, you know, when I'm feeling down on myself. I'm like, oh, God, am I really worth anything? And I'm like, well, 
I am an honorary tune. <laughs> uh, but what's really cool is the story behind this key, Eric, is that I, years ago, my dad uh, was friends with the Dapper Dans, as they say, at Disneyland. And then um, they started this new show in 93 when Mickey's Toontown first opened in January of 93. And the Dapper Dans were friends with these guys who were a part of the show. Um, it was like, I think it was called Mickey's Toontown in entry blast or opening blast or something like that and like roger rabbit was in the show and some other characters and they would like come rolling out on this car and there was this vat of dip that they were like towing behind them and something goes awry and the dip is going to explode and oh, it's, it's the last thing you want especially in Toontown. worst thing that could possibly happen and so they're like we need someone to help us save the day and like so they pull a child out of the crowd like you turn some cranks and push some buttons and then you like diffuse the dip bomb and so one day i was there back in 93 and i was one of the kids picked out of the crowd and i got to save toontown and this is what they gave me for saving toontown and so i posted this thing on tiktok because honestly i've never seen one of these like at the parks like not that anyone right. would wear this to the parks. Maybe I should start doing it. You should, and then you could probably sell it at the parks for, <laughs> for a nice, a nice a penny. Might pay for my magic key. This literally yeah. is the magic key right here. <laughs> uh, but I posted it because I wanted to get some more information about it. Because I, I've only ever seen one other key like this, and it was my dad's, who mm. was friends with the Dapper Dance, you know. Sure. And so I posted this, and then all these people started tagging in the Dapper Danielle, who we've talked about, and yes. so she made like a stitch TikTok and like with history. all this history. So go check that out. I want to bore you guys with all that here, but go check that out uh, on my TikTok or even just go to the Dapper Danielle on TikTok and you can listen to it. But there's some really cool history behind this where I didn't know that the first three months of the show, they weren't even giving out keys. They were giving right. out buttons. And so that makes this even more rare. rare. Uh, so I, th this, you might need to get the ribbon clean. It's a little, a little. dirty. I, I like that you noticed that. Um, it is, I mean... Just if you're going to sell it at like Sotheby's. That's true. It, the you know. one thing that I kicked myself about with this ribbon, Eric, is I don't know if you can see right here, there's like a little pinhole. Can I guess? You pinned it into yeah. the wall, and now you're like... Why was I such a silly 11-year-old? Why weren't you thinking Danny of 11? Yes, I... Of that you could sell I pinned this, this to my wall now. as a child and just hung it <laughs> yes. up there. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a really, really cool item. And what's been really fun is like all these people are commenting, tagging Disney parks in. And they're like, let this guy reopen Toontown. And I'm like, if that happens, <laughs> that I, will, I will lose it. It's like they're about to cut the ribbon, but then they're like, we don't have a key. And then you come pushing through the crowd. Have no fear. I've been waiting for this moment for, for years. For How many years is that? Oh, my gosh. 29 years I've been hanging on to this key. <laughs> yeah. It's open. <laughs> Balloons get, doves get yes. set free. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty cool item. And now I'm, I'm feeling very inspired uh, to just start sharing more of like these really cool little pieces of like Disney history, like artifacts yeah. that I have in, in my possession. Are you going to leave it here on, on the I set? I thought about it, but like what if people get word of like where we are and they're like, oh, that key that's worth $20,000 and then I come in one day and it's gone. I mean, that'd be a great story. That would be a great story. We'd probably, we'd probably, yeah, get, on we'd probably get on the news. We'd have to bring in some forensics person to like yes, dust the yeah. place down to see who stole Mickey's Toontown key. But I'm, I'm pretty jacked about this. But would the, would the detective be Eddie Valiant? Of course. 
I mean, Roger would have to be there for sure. Please, Danny. Uh, we've got open Toontown. Um, but yeah, so I'm really, really stoked about this. I'm glad I hung on to it for all these years because yeah. some guy sent me a message the other day. He's like, oh, I bought one of those at an antique store years ago for $5. Mm. And apparently somebody said they think there's only 63 of these that were ever given out. Whoa. Whoa. That's very valid. That's very Is that valid. crazy? Is that crazy? Yeah. You should really at least try to find out how much it's worth. Rather than just like, you know, flippantly just like swinging it around here. Yeah, because, you know, if it's worth like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks, then how you're handling it is totally yeah. fine. If it's worth $20,000. Danny's just like twisting the ribbon around his hand, white swinging it around. <laughs> it's adding to the patina, Eric, is, is what That's it's true. But maybe I'm going to set it over here. I'm going to let it live on the set for now unless I find out that it's worth like five figures and then I'll probably yeah, put yeah. it in a safe deposit box. Um, but uh, speaking of community, I do want to do a couple listener reviews that have come in. Let's do it. It's time to read some reviews. Write one and we'll read yours too. Uh, here is uh, here's the first one. Okay, here we go. Whoops. Oh, I'm dropping my thing. Uh, this is from Laura Carver. Uh, and she sent us five golden stars. Thank you very much. Uh, says, I'm going to Disney World. And she said, this group of guys is worth the listen. If you love Disney, dad jokes, and pure joy, this is one for you. Any Disney fan will appreciate counting down their faves with Danny and Eric. It's only two episodes in, and I already know this podcast is going to be one of my favorites. I have been following their podcast journey since the first Christmas countdown season, and I know I won't be disappointed with this one. Thank you guys for all you do. Walt would be proud. Oh. oh. Thank you. I mean, and that's going on the website. She said, "If you know, you know." Ooh. I love that. I that think is... she did that because she put those emojis. Oh, the emojis are: it's a tree, a castle, a. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, that's so good. Okay, it's a tree. It's a castle. It's a um, a ball like so. Yeah, like a crystal ball and uh, a movie clapstick. It's the four parks. I love that. Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot. And MGM, I'm still going to call it. You're still going to call yeah, it MGM. I don't okay. Care. You're old I like calling uh, parks the wrong name. No, I, I appreciate that. That's why <laughs> I love how just committed you are. Yeah. I love that so much about you. Uh, well, thank you, Laura. Laura is actually, I know, was a fan of Christmas Countdown as yeah. well. Um, and we're so grateful that you followed us over here, Laura. And thank, thank you for you, that review and your kind words. And have fun at Disney World. Yes. Okay. This next one, we're going to, we'll do two this okay. and we'll save some of these others for the next episode. This is another. It says five magical stars. Love that. Uh, this is from Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. Bill Gates is back. Wait a second. Didn't Bill Gates leave us a, a review on yes. Christmas? And we did the same thing. We were like Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yes. So Bill Gates has followed us over yeah. to Disney Great. Countdown Land, and this is what Bill. Uh, if you don't know who Bill Gates is, that would be the uh, creator and owner of Microsoft. Right. If just in case you were curious. Um, and yes, he's a fan of the show. I have it here to prove it to you. <laughs> Says Eric, Danny, and Chris bring loads of feel-good content your, to your podcast library through their third great countdown show. Go check out Christmas Countdown and Parenting Countdown if you haven't already. After a long day of running the world's largest tech company, I love sitting back and relaxing while listening to these guys banter. Will Eric and Danny ever go golfing together? Does Eric really pronounce onion like that? Or is it a gag, as it were? Uh, then comes the actual countdown content, and man... Chef Kiss. This show is just a couple of friends talking about the happiest place on earth, and it's exactly what we need these days. Guys, you keep making them, and I'll keep subscribing. Heck, I may even buy a little merch to support the cause. Yeah. Keep it up. And that's from Bill 
Gates. And it would be nice if Bill Gates bought some merch. You oh, my know? gosh. He's got a little extra cash laying around. I mean, if you want to support us on Patreon, Bill. We do. We have, th- we have tiers. You can do the $3 tier. You can do the $5 tier. Or you can do the Bill Gates Bill tier, Gates tier was which is $1 billion. I was going mean, to say $1 million. Sure. One, we dream, can, we'll cut them a deal. We'll be at $500 million. How about that? We'll meet you in the middle. <laughs> we'll meet you in the middle, Bill. Uh, thank you so much, Bill Gates, for that incredible review. We appreciate yeah. you being a fan of the show. If you want a chance to have your review read on the show, Please, uh, if you're listening on Apple, leave us a review there. If you're listening anywhere else, rate us and then shoot us a DM on Instagram at Disney Countdown Show, um, and we will read that review on air. Uh, what other bits do we have to get to before well, we do the countdown? I know we got a couple, I have a few right? Memes and things. I'd let's do it. I mean, so in. let's share some Eric's memes and things. <laughs> memes and things. Memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. Oh, it still is always great. Okay, this is the first one that I saw. This is a, a product which I just thought was awesome. Do you know the company Neff? Why do I feel they, like I've heard of they, them? I think they're like a skateboard company. Okay. But they must have a partnership with Disney. And a lot of times you'll see Neff, like, uh, uh, you know, official T-shirts and hats and stuff like that that have, like, you know, Dis- uh, Mickey, like, skateboarding mm. or, like, Mickey with a cool Hawaiian shirt right. on. It's like a cool uh, Does that stand for anything, Neff? I have no idea. N-E-F-F. But they have a new hat, which is just a beanie, which I love beanies. I'm always wearing a beanie. Uh, But look at this beanie. It's like the hat from Fantasia, the Mickey, you know, the stars and moon, uh, white and blue kind of hat. We'll put that up there. Um, But it's super fun. I was like, that's just a fun great little thing love that i Um, love that that was a sponsored post so you're getting fed oh yeah all this disney merch now oh yeah um okay we talked about that so obviously there's a ton of stuff going on with the disney 100 right now it was just started on the 27th so a couple days ago three days ago Um, for us is the 100th anniversary of the walt disney company so there's lots of cool stuff going on first of all the monorail is like like Dude. multicolored, like iridescent kind of so colors. Sick. Super cool. So I can't wait to see that. They're doing a very fun thing for the 100 uh, anniversary. You can win a lifetime pass to all the Disney parks. Wait, what? There How are, do you do it? How there, do you there are these Mickey's premium ice cream bars at the park, and it's oh. a la Willy Wonka. There are a few platinum tickets that are inside a few of these ice cream bars. And if you get one of these tickets, you have a lifetime pass to all the Disney parks. Dude, as you know, I'm going tomorrow and Wednesday. You're going to need to buy a lot of ice cream. cream. Yes, yes. I'm going to bring a cooler (laughs) and I'm going to put it in a locker. So that way I'll just buy like 20. But that way they don't all melt because I don't want to waste them. That's true. I'll yeah. give them some friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, another per- – just to, this was like a guy that I've been following. There's so many great Disney bloggers. We're trying to sort of enter that pantheon of people talking about Disney and hyping it up. Yeah. Do you follow this guy, David Vaughn? I don't know. He and Which is funny because I have a very good friend named David Vaughn, but it's they're not the same person. It's this guy right here. Maybe you've seen Oh, I don't face. think I've seen this guy. He's just great. He he does a lot um, with, like, actually through Disney, like, official stuff. Oh, but cool. He is just great, and he's posted so much great stuff. Uh, did you see the video of Baymax flying over Disneyland? Baymax? Baymax from Big Hero 6. No. Have you ever seen Big Hero 6? No. It's good. It's okay. it, it, it makes sense that you didn't see it because it's sort of like 
a little bit of a slightly older kid kind of film, so your mm. kids wouldn't have really watched it yet, probably. Right. Um, but Baymax is this great character from Big Hero 6, and now he... Um, do I have a video of it or just picture? I just have a picture of it. You can kind of see it. But he's very little, but he's oh, like a blimp, so he's powered, so he just like flies over the... Is he on some sort of wire? I can't tell if he's oh, on a wire or if he's... Because he looks like a blimp... Yeah. It would be easy to just make it like a remote control blimp. Like a drone. Yeah, like situation. a drone kind of Wait, thing. And that's at Disneyland? That's at Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. So you might see that. Is that part of the 100-year like, so. fireworks yeah. celebration? The show at the end. Okay. Um, this I love these Funko Pops. Just always been a big yeah. fan of them. And they have one that's black and white of Walt Dude. holding a little like sketch pad with a drawing of Mickey on it. I just love it. That was posted by Danielle's Fandom Faves so can on you, Instagram. Was that a custom or was that one no. you can find in the stores? You can buy, find in the stores. And it's oh for the 100th uh, anniversary. Uh, where, like at Disney you buy it or can you get it like Target or I anywhere don't, else? That I don't know. Okay. Uh, but it has the Disney 100 logo on oh it. My so gosh. Um, that's pretty awesome. Um, this is just a picture that we'll post this, but I'm going to talk about it right now. This is one of my favorite pictures in all of Disney lore. Okay. And you've probably seen it before. Oh, it's just this like Walt. great picture of Walt Disney sitting on one of the benches in uh on Main Street, kind of at the circle where the um uh the flagpole is. Yeah. And he just is he's sort of pensive and he's like looking down Main Street and you can tell he's really it's he looks younger there, so it's early days of Disney. Um Disneyland is probably, you know, early 60s there. And he, I just love it. There's something that, because it's empty, there's no other people around in it. It just is great. I just have always loved That's that. That's so great. Um, you should. Pr- that would be like really great to print out. Yeah, that would be a great... Oh, we should put it on our wall. We are doing a we gallery totally wall do that. It's happening. Um, okay, this is the last one that I'll talk about here. Um, uh, do you follow this guy, Straw Hat Goofy? I do not, but my wife just brought him up to me He's the other great. day. Because he, he was hosting the, the, the live TikTok, yeah, right? Yeah, he was. And he I, I've been following him for a while. His like story was basically he was an advertising executive. Yes. Or, or not executive, but he was like a copywriter in like an advertising company and just loved Disney so much. And now he's been able to turn it into his whole job, which is amazing. Um, but he was talking about the new runway railway, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railroad. Right. Runaway railway. That's hard to say. That is hard to say. I think yeah. that's on purpose. Um, <laughs> and uh, he I didn't watch much of it because I don't I think we talked about this on the last episode. I don't want to like if there's new rides or new attractions, you can watch them online because yes. everybody films it. But I think it's kind of fun to experience it. I couldn't live agree for the more. First time. Yeah. So I didn't watch his whole TikTok, but he was talking about the queue. And I was like, I can watch this. Yeah. And he talked about how they have all these fake movie posters um, that are spoofs of Disney movies, but they're all for Mickey and Minnie. Awesome. So there's Newsies, right? Great, yeah. great movie. But there's Toonsies, <laughs> and it's the same thing, but it's just got Mickey. A thousand gags, a single musical. Oh, that's so. Then good. there's um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids becomes uh, Minnie Mouse in Mickey, I Shrunk the Nieces, <laughs> which is really cute. Uh, Mighty Ducks becomes the Feisty Ducks, oh, that's starring so Donald Duck. Great. Um, Flubber becomes goes back to the original, which is the absent-minded professor, but they make it the absent-minded professor Von Drake, who's That's one of my favorite so Disney good. characters. Um, high School Musical three becomes High School Musical Goofishal, High School Goofishal, 
uh, senior year, and it's all the Goofical. character. Goofical. Uh, oh yeah, Goofical. High School Musical. Goofical. That oh, makes that's sense. brilliant. Um, obviously, that was dumb. Uh, and it's all the characters from Goofy movie. And then there's Hocus Pocus becomes Miska Muska, <laughs> which is really good. Um, this is my favorite, uh, The Rocketeer, which is one of my favorite movies ever. I, I love. Oh my gosh, the I haven't thought about that movie in oh, so long. So good. Becomes the Mouseketeer. Oh, that's perfect. Like, I want a print of that. I want that. How do we get that? We may have to just take a picture of it when we go. Okay. And then we'll have to reprint it. Um, and the last one was Freaky Friday becomes Goofy, Goofy Friday, Friday. Which is yeah. super fun. Um, was there anything else I wanted to show here? Uh, there's This was super kind of weird. But it says that they're going to be doing a Tower of Terror bungee jump experience what? in Orlando that is like after hours. It'll sort of be like after the park closes, but you can bungee jump off of Tower oh of Terror. Oh my gosh. Is, uh, I'm in. Have you ever been bungee jumping? I have once. It was so great. awesome. Scary, but great. Terrifying. Yeah. One last thing here. Uh, and this is a place that I want to go. We should go here and maybe just like film some content or something. But there is a thrift store in Anaheim that's like right across the street from the parks okay. that's called Thrifty Land and it's o- the thrift store is only Disney stuff. Really? So all of the things in the store are things that either the parks couldn't sell oh or gosh. people bring them there. Um but yeah, it's called Thrifty, Thrifty Land, Land and it's all Disney stuff in. in a whole thrift store. So that was Eric's memes and things. Just some fun stuff I've been keeping up with on the old interwebs. I love that. There's so much Disney stuff out there, and I, I love that we get to explore that mm-hmm. on on this show. I'm so looking forward to seeing the monorail tomorrow. I can imagine when like, the sunlight's hitting it. It's going to look absolutely stunning. I don't often ride the monorail, but yeah. I think I'm going to ride it tomorrow. Now, I, I've never ridden the monorail at Disneyland. Where does oh, it even go? So you can get on in like right by it's sort of like the the cusp Autotopia, between right? yeah between Tomorrowland and like the edge of Fantasyland yep. by uh, the Matterhorn. Yep, it's right above the yeah. Nemo ride. So you can get on there and then it goes to uh, right by the Disneyland Hotel. Okay, is where that stop is. So if you're staying on, and property, then does it just go back and forth between those two? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that's about it. You know, <laughs> but it's, it goes it's, through California Adventure. Right, but it does, there's no station there. There's only right. two stations. Because I I'm just so much more used to the one in Orlando that is you can be on the monorail for the whole day if you wanted. Yeah, it's it is interesting when you think about the monorail and what it actually does for you. Right, it really feels like it's if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel or maybe you know Paradise Pier, even Grand Californian, especially when they have magic hours. You know, be able to get on at that sure. station and then get in an hour early and, and drop off. The back of the park. The back of the park. Which is nice. That's where it's really, really clutch. Yeah. Now, when we're going this week, because we are staying overnight. Yeah. First time we'll have been away from the kids. I've never done that. Overnight. Yeah. yeah. We're not staying on property, though. Sure. So we're not going to get that. So wait, you're going to Disneyland without your kids? Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Because we're doing the sweetheart night. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that ends at 1 a.m. Sure. So we thought, well, let's just stay down there and then go to Disneyland for a few hours the next day. Now that we've got magic keys, yeah. I don't feel like I'm wasting money hanging yeah, yeah. out for like four or five hours. So it's gonna be fun. It's our fun. it's our first time solo at Disney in five years. That's awesome. It's wild. That'll be fun. I I feel like I'm gonna be like Will Ferrell in you know Talladega Nights, where I'm like, what to do with my hands? Like I don't you know I, I don't know I don't know I don't know what to do because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be worried about a kid right yeah and chasing them around and all that stuff yeah yeah. Well, I love your memes and things. Thank you. As always. Um, I think we got one more thing, a little game. Do, yeah, I think we Chris play the has game, a game. And then we'll get to the countdown. Let's do it. 
I do. I don't have a jingle for it. I'm sorry. I've been I've been slacking. Come on, Chris. What's what's it called? We'll make a jingle right now. Yeah, right now. Come on. Let's uh, workshop some jingles. So this is a game we played on the Christmas countdown a couple times. It's where I take some popular songs and play them in reverse, and we give you two gentlemen the opportunity to guess what they are. Okay. So it would be like Yen Sid. Yen Sid. Yen Sid. (laughs) It's the Yen Sid game. No, it'd be because it's like Disney. But wouldn't it be? Game. Wouldn't we have to sing the oh, whole thing backwards? The whole thing, I couldn't, now my uh, brain feels now like my brain hurts. mush. Yeah. We could just be Yensid. You can just do like Y E N. That's good. Yeah. Y E N N. Not me. Masni flam. S I D. That's the Disney. That sounds great. That's a great start. And we lost twenty listeners. We go. All of which speak in back. Speak That's right. In reverse, and we insulted all of them. Oh, all right. <laughs> Show us what you got here, Chris. Okay. Because there is a wealth of songs associated with Disney, I thought I would start with something that was a little bit more uh, in line with our last list. And so yeah. I'm going to be playing five different uh, ride or attractions. Let me double check. These are basically rides. I got to ask before we start this game. Yeah. Are you nervous about going up against me in the backwards song game? Yes, because you're way too good at this game. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't listen to Christmas are like, okay, what's when going on? When we did this with the Christmas show, Danny beat me so handily. Like, he had played, Chris had played three notes of a song, and Danny was like, Jingle Bells by Nat King Cole on his uh, fourth album, <laughs> studio album. Yeah. It was the red album. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, do we have to give the answer in reverse too, like we no, did with no, that... Chris? Yeah, these are these are uh, not very long ones, so let's go ahead and try okay. that as well. Where you have to give the answer in reverse. Okay. Mountain space. I'm ready. Let's go. So, like, like I said, these are all attractions, uh, not shows at all. If it makes any difference at all, which it doesn't really. It's it's just fun Disney songs. So here we go. Here's the first one in no particular order. I mean, I'm just going to buzz in. Okay. Uh, progress of Carousel? There's a great oh, my oh! God. Oh. It was. <laughs> that is hurt. I've, I've That's hurt your ride. I've hurt. I've offended myself. I am, I am, I'm going to write an angry letter to myself. You know why that was my <laughs> wow. guess? Because I was like, this is a song I've never heard before. And so I was like, I, I can't think of any attraction I've never done. That's the one. That is pretty good. Woo. I'm All right. Shame. Shame. That sound, shame. That could not have sounded shame. less familiar to me. That's oh. all. Okay. All right. Let's try another one. Here's the next one. Fly you. Uh, fly can you. Fly can you. No, Pan Peter. Well, that's the ride. But is that what we're supposed to give? That's the ride. Pan Peter. <laughs> Come on, everybody. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> what? We don't have like a I mean, buzz in. Yeah, we need buzz Bonus in. points I, if you know the names of the songs as well. Because I, yeah. I was sitting here, I was like, "What sound am I supposed to make right. to beep, buzz?" Beep, and I was like, "Slam!" I was like, slamming the arm of my chair. <laughs> Can, what should be my sound? Huh? Yeah. And you'll be, hoo hoo, 
Gorsh. Goofy. Yeah. Gorsh. <laughs> Let's just add another complicated layer to this. Why game. not? <laughs> that's what, that's basically like the subtitle of our show. Oh my god! Complicated layers <laughs> with Danny and Eric. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh, ding, 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 ding. I, oh, you did it, I guess. That would be world small. Oh, a it's. <laughs> world small a it's is correct. I wish our listeners could see us dancing. Oh, so good. That one. I I really had to think about that one because I I didn't want to call it it's a small world as we discussed in our last episode it's just small world to me but it's a but it's a yeah it's plain old it's all right here's the next one (laughs) you're gorge i I can't do that (laughs) i'm trying to think of these things i can't add this extra (laughs) stupid layer you you can you did that was uh caribbean of pirates. Yes. It's Caribbean. Well, it's Caribbean, I guess, because it's all it's pronounced weird. Oh, uh, Caribbean. Okay, the that of, is a the debate of that we need to have pirates on this of the show. Caribbean, pirates of the Caribbean. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. But here it is. <laughs> what do you call I it? I would say Caribbean. Yeah, it's Caribbean. Yeah. But it's one of those words. The more I'm saying it, I'm like. But isn't it funny? Because if I were to describe the Caribbean, right, you're going to go down to the. Caribbean. I'll go to the Caribbean. You're not going down to the Caribbean. No, because I only ride par- Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone calls it the Caribbean except for Disney. Yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? But is it Disney that calls it that, or is it just people who go to the parks who call it that? I don't know. Like, I would love to talk to whoever came up with the idea for the ride, right? And when they were thinking it in their head or describing Did it they to other it Imagineers, Caribbean or, or Caribbean or Caribbean. Yeah, I don't know. Disney, if you know, listener, let us know. Let us know and direct us to that person so we can interview them on the show. Yeah. Here's the next one. I don't know what it is, but I. Sounds familiar. Kind of showy. It's kind of a show? Oh, it's, it's kind a of show? a showy song, right? All right. Oh, I'll, I'll say Gorsh. Okay. okay I don't got? think it's this, but um, uh, Room Tiki? Oh, interesting. The? Incorrect. This is one of these. Okay. It's a little louder so than I thought it'd be, but. It's more of a show vibe. The song was a bit of a, like a show tunesy sort of a song. I can play oh, it again for you. Oh, is it gonna be? Guy. Is it gonna be Mountain Splash? It is not gonna be Mountain Splash. That's also one of these. Let's go ahead and play the right song. It's a great movie ride. Movie ride, dude. I don't think I've ever been on this ride because it doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it doesn't. You're totally right. It is great. So good. I've never been the on that. Awesome. I, I will never, never have a chance. Great movie ride? No. Oh, it was the best ride. It was the best. I've seen video of it on the Imagineering story, oh, but I've never, God, I never got to go on it. Best ride. <sighs> I truly, in my top three rides of all of Disney. I mean, it looked pretty it epic because so sometimes good. there was like real 
people in the scenes, and yeah. then a lot so of you it had was like, like a audio host. animatronic. You'd stuff. basically go through the history of movies, and like when you get to the the old west movies, your host would be like, and here we have the old west. But then like instead of an animatronic, like a guy would run out in like an a cowboy uniform and be like come with me girl we're gonna rob the bank and she's like oh no and she'd disappear and then the cowboy would be like i'm driving the tram now and you'd be like what we have a new host and then you'd go and uh, they'd go to the like indiana jones part and he'd steal the the uh jewel and stuff it was really dude. that sounds epic really cool oh my gosh great ride i'll never sad get to go i bet it's on youtube right yeah yeah. it's got okay i'll check it out all right so this is the last song for this game here we go Gorsh. Gorsh. <laughs> mountain space. It is mountain space. Wow, wow. Nicely <laughs> done. It felt like very tingly. Yeah. Spacey. It's that like. Yeah. It also could have felt a little bit like Big Thunder Mountain, maybe. Oh, no. I was trying to think of like a part where you're going through like stalactites or stalagmites sort of situation. Yeah, which is on Big Thunder, but. But isn't that that's where the rumbling is happening yeah, from the like dynamite? The, yeah, the rocks are shaking. Nicely so. done. Yeah, Woo, I actually held my own there on that. Nicely one. done, bro. Not I feel like bad. we were like neck and neck on that one. Yeah. All right, we'll have to good. do that one again. I love yeah. that. Thank you, Chris. That was Thank very you, Chris, fun. For very great, very fun. A great game. Shall we? Uh, Let's get to the countdown. Liz, here we go. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, so now I have to start <laughs> start this by saying so we're doing top Disney songs. Yes. We do 10 through 1. And on this one, 10 through 6. Yes. But like when we make our list, 10 through 1. Yes. Right? And then occasionally we'll do 15 through 11 because for, for bonus, bonus episodes, content, yeah. right? My list right now is top 37 Disney songs. How are you going to get that in? And they are all listed by number, just oh so you know. Oh, my. All the way. Wait. Your list makes me so anxious. You've never shown me what your list looks like on your phone, but you do them with like little... Like check like a to do list. Yeah. But so then I on the it. far right you put the number that it is. Yep. Cause I just do it. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. But <laughs> I, what I do is I here's my thought process. Okay. Like so when I was doing top Disney songs, I went to a few lists that I could find online or playlists that I had or on Spotify. Right. And so then I just make lists as I'm going down that like, oh that's a good mm, one. Oh, that's a good smart. one. Yeah, that would probably be on my list. So then I have them all together and then I do the assigning of where they fall in the in the countdown and the reason that these ones have checks is that i unchecked the ones that are in my top 10 so they're uh, easier to find okay as i'm scrolling through this very, this very long like list michael scott and his like little rolodex card system where he's like green is, is go ahead and don't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so here we go these are top disney songs we're gonna start at number 10 i'm gonna go with be our guest oh Beauty and the Beast, Be Our Guest, such a banger of a tune. Yeah. It uh and the reason I put it on my list, not only is it a classic and it people all know it and there's so many great lines like try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Yes. Don't believe me, ask the dishes. Like yes. that's a great line. But the number one reason I put it on there cuz I try to make these, you know, personal reasons was uh Jerry Orbach's performance as Lumiere mm. is so awesome and for me as an actor like a kid actor or kid getting interested in acting and performing and stuff yeah he was always a huge inspiration to me in that performance like there was just something about the 
the vibe that he had and the sort of carefree, I'm in charge, but I'm, I'm carefree kind of vibe that I think I like strove to be like, I wanted to be Mm. like that in life. And then also I felt like I developed a pretty good French fake French accent (laughs) from just copying singing be our guest, but yeah. And Jerry Orbeck as, as Lumiere. So I just love that uh, song. It's great in the movie. It's great when I've seen Beauty and the Beast live at Disney World. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a classic, and it I, I couldn't leave it off the list, but I put it at number 10. Should we take a little listen? Let's listen to a little bit of it. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre, why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. So fun, right? Can't go wrong. It's just so fun. Would you say that his performance is as Lumiere uh, is illuminating? I would. Okay, just wanted to. I would. I just wanted to get that in there. I just needed. Are you proud of yourself? I'm so. That's all I could think while you were describing. You weren't even the listening song. to what I was saying. I was like, Don't you? forget this joke. Don't forget this joke, Danny. This is great. I honestly, I was trying to like send it to you into your head so you would hit it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I mean you can't go wrong, go wrong with it's just not just the song, but like the musical theater performance Mm -hmm. of it all, of just how colorful it is. And Uh, it had that sort of like where they were combining computer generated animation mm, with hand-drawn. Yeah. Like this, all those shots of like the, um, the plates in the sort of Buzzly Buzz, Buzzby Berkeley, um, kind of like the cascading, pyramid of plates and stuff yeah. that's all that's all computer generated but then the rest of you know the characters are all hand-drawn and it was that kind of cool point at disney when they were having some things look very perfect right. and then other things be hand-drawn it was really cool. yeah there's moments in that in beauty and the beast where like bell is like perfectly drawn but then like if you look at like the townspeople right they're a little they, they, there's like no like facial yeah. features on them yeah. at all it just looks like a glob yeah. of like play-doh yeah uh but yeah amazing selection you can't go wrong Thank with you. be our guest so nicely done um i gotta say eric this list obviously you had 37 songs this one was so hard and i knew like going into it you know i think anytime you do just like a catch-all of songs yeah. whether it's christmas or disney there's just so many and they strike you at sort of different points in time and you don't want to miss one. Like, yeah. you know, like that was my greatest fear putting this list together was that I was going to forget about some song and then I was going to hear it the day I'm, after. Or like you're going to say something and I'm going to go, oh, I should have put that. On exactly. Yeah. Which is the beauty of, you know, joining our Patreon or subscribing to the show is that we do forget things sometimes and then they pop up on our 11 yes. through 15 and we hit you guys with some some bonus uh content as oh, it were man. so make sure you check that out click the link in the episode notes to join the patreon or you can just subscribe on apple and spotify if you're into that vibe but for me i went back and forth on my number 10 because i feel like what i've got currently slotted in my 11 through 15 all could be in the top all 10. could move up to oh, yeah. 10 easily so arguably my 10 slot is the most coveted mm. slot on my list. And so I'm going to go with 
what I'm feeling in the moment, and that is going to be seize the day from Newsies. Okay. I did not include any live action in my... I'm just putting that as a... Okay. Because I had something from Newsies, and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take that off because we're just going to do animated films. But you you do your list. This but is just kind of like... I would definitely include some of these songs <laughs> if we were doing that kind of a list. This is kind of like when you do Disneyland park rides. And you yes, include yes, California Adventure Ride. It is the, the tit for tat. So now we that. are even. Yes, okay, yes. perfect. So I'm going to go seize the day. And specifically, because I went back and listened to the movie version of it, mm-hmm. in my opinion, not as good as the stage True. production True. version. Like the lyrics just don't flow the same yeah. in the movie version. So for me, I'm going to go specifically the version that was rewritten for the stage right, yeah. production of Newsies, for the Broadway production and the one that lives on to this day. I just, I love what the message is of that song. I love, you know, people who are realizing, you know what, we don't have to just follow these rules anymore just because this is the way it's always been. Doesn't mean that it's the way that it has to be. And the way to change things is to seize the day. And not only is it an empowering song with an incredible message that's incredibly catchy, but when you see the stage production of Newsies, the way those dudes dance. dance around that stage, it's one of the most impressive things I have ever seen. It's on Disney+. Plus. It is on Disney+. Plus. So you can watch it. So technically, I guess it kind of works because it wasn't just a stage production. Yeah. It also you know, it was captured at the Pantages. And, and when they did the stage production at Pantages for the filming, they brought in even like more Newsies yeah. to make yeah. it even that more impressive. And the way these guys are... The, the fuetes and the spins and the flips and all the things. Sliding on the newspapers on the oh, floor dude. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When they And then they switch papers, mm-hmm. and then they go through each other's legs, and then the handstand. They I was throw. at that performance at the Pantages. Were you really? Yeah, that's filmed. Yeah. Where were you sitting? Uh, sort of house left a little bit, about halfway back. Have you been able to point yourself out? I've tried many times to pause and I haven't been able to see myself. Because they do those really cool, like, you know, big jib shots that, like, sort of swing across, like, everyone shoots out of their seats. But I think um, Newsies is just such a brilliant story. I think it was perfectly uh, adapted for the stage. I remember I saw it when it was still in previews on Broadway. I fortunately got a ticket at, like, TKTS because when that show opened, it was like the hottest ticket. On Broadway, and the line I remember at the Nederlander was like all the way down 41st to what 7th or Broadway, and then like a block yeah. south of there. Um, and I, it's the first time I've ever been in a Broadway show where there was a standing ovation in the middle of the show. And they got it, I think, multiple times. And Seize the Day was one of them. Like when they hit that, that pose at the end, yeah. you know, with like the fists in the air, I mean, like. It was like we all had like ejector seats and we all just shot out of our seats and we were clapping. It's just, it's such an empowering message. So let's take a little listen to the original Broadway cast recording of Seize the Day, Newsies. Now is the time to seize the day. Stare down the yards and seize the day. By minute, that's how you win it. We will find the way. But let us seize the day. Courage cannot erase. 
which is when we face our fear tell those with power safe in their tower we will not obey housed into harlem baby yeah i love that part that's like Da, 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 Newsies forever. Da, 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 da. All for one and one for all. Oh, they do that big crescendo yeah. right yeah. when they go strike, strike. It's so oh, good. It's such a great track. Do you know I, what's I love it. Cool about Newsies mm-hmm. is that so the movie came out. I don't think the movie was a huge hit. No, no. Um, but Christian Bale, amazing. Yeah. Like early Christian Bale. Um, but. Then Disney didn't really do anything with it, but high schools across the country were performing it unauthorized. Oh, really? I didn't and know that. And that's why they eventually wrote a stage version because so many high schools were, because there was no stage version of the show, but it was a, clearly a musical. So high schools were doing just like transcriptions from the movie. Really? And, and doing it as like, hey, we're doing Disney's Newsies. And it happened so much that they were like, we need to like make this an actual musical and wow. make the money for ourselves. I remember when they, because they did it out of town in New Jersey mm-hmm. first at um, what's Paper, Mill? Paper Mill. Yeah. And they're like, well, we'll see if it transfers to yeah. Broadway. I was like, it's Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. When you bring that cast together, Disney, that it, it's coming it to was, Broadway. Yeah. It, it was, was huge. It was huge. I, I mean, they had fanzies, remember? Like they had to set up like full on like barriers out there just because so many people yeah. would go to those performances. Yeah. Uh, anyway, can't say enough about uh, Newsies on Broadway and specifically that song, Seize the Day. Love it. Um, okay. So my number nine is a song that we've talked about before. Uh, you Can Fly. I, I just, as we've said, we love all things Peter Pan. I love especially the beginning of You Can Fly. Well, I love the whole song. There's, I love the <laughs> beginning in the way that it's that speak songy, in rhythm, mm. but it's not sung kind of vibe. Yes. It's so great. And then once they actually start flying, that you get the like, the choir singers coming in that's disney sound of like those mid 60s yeah. it's just yeah. so great it uh, it evokes emotion i feel like i'm either on the ride or i'm actually with peter pan it is so good let's just listen to a little bit of you can fly So good, dude. You just that beginning. How do we get to Neverland? Fly, of course. Fly. Yeah, and a little bit of pixie dust. Oh, it's that classic chorus sound. Like I feel like that pops in in so many. Yeah. Of those old Disney songs, and it's and it's encouraging, you know, and and these and it really lays the groundwork. Uh, I was listening to the song the other day, you know, as I was trying to figure out my my top ten or top fifteen, is like, I don't know if I'd ever really like picked apart the lyrics in the sense where they're like, I'm a mermaid lagoon, or, yeah. you know, and you're like, wait a second, they're like, is this a dream? Sure. Or is it like now you it, it it's sort of like made me think it feels dreamlike it yeah. feels very dreamlike I think which is sort of the, the whole fun of peter pan it always feels 
like a dreamlike, and they never really say, they you don't know. Say. And I like that the father, when he sees, you know, the ship in the sky, he's like, I feel as if I've seen that before. Right. It's so good. And even like in the movie Hook, he comes back, but you're like, was it just a dream? I don't know. I don't know. But that's the beauty of it. Is it can be whatever you want that's it right. to be, which is what imagination is all about. Going back to figment, you know, it's at the heart of everything. <laughs> right. This is really all about figment is yes. really what this episode is. Yeah. Um, classic, obviously one, you know, one of our favorites yeah. of all time and is represented here right next to there us it is. Uh, with Peter and Wendy and John and Michael flying uh, right past Big Ben. Never grow up. I know, right? So good. No, no. Um, anyway, okay, great selection. At number nine for me, I'm going to go with an upbeat tune. Uh, this one, this one, this this slaps. This slaps so hard. Okay. Under the Sea. Oh, great song. Little Mermaid. Great song. I mean, Little Mermaid is packed. It really is. Is packed to the gills. I really is. See what I did there? I didn't even mean to do that. It just came out of me. This is what happens when you become a parent is you just start the dad jokes. You just, just fall speaking out of your in dad jokes. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's like a language that got unlocked in your brain <laughs> yeah. at some point in time. and You never even studied it. Uh, but yeah, packed to the gills with all the bops, all the yeets, all the bangers. Uh, you could go, you know, part of your world is a great one. There's so many great songs in little mermaid, but I just think the, I think, uh, under the sea is sort of like the little mermaid equivalent of be our guest. Yeah, where you, I would agree. You, where you have like Sebastian, who's essentially Lumiere, and he's got the huge production number where everybody's involved, yeah. and there's just there's really great moments of like, and the flute or the something. There's the Duke of Soul, yeah. Like anything that has a great bass note in it. Yep. Uh, I'm all about it. I, I, you know, it's it's big, it's splashy, it's catchy. It's honestly my favorite part of the Little Mermaid ride. Yeah. That California adventure where you go through that scene, you got the trumpets like sort of, you know, swinging back yeah. and forth. Um, and Sebastian is just such a, like a, a lovable character who's just like, he's this curmudgeon, but he's got a fun streak in him as well. And you, you get to see that come out from time to time and that's on full display in the song. So let's take a little listen to Anda Da Sea. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. Dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you. What more did you look in for? Under the sea, under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. Oh, I love that song. It, yeah. it may make an appearance on my list. Oh, as really? Well. Absolutely. No spoilers. Um, little spoilies. And sadly, Samuel E. Wright, who was the voice of Sebastian and was uh, Scar in uh, Lion King on Broadway. Oh, same wow. actor. Uh, he recently passed away. Yeah, but such an iconic voice. But fun to be able to honor him here on this show. And I'm sure for a lot of people out there, if they were putting together their top 10, Under the Sea is definitely on there. Is going to be there for sure. It's like, I feel like you can't put together a list, in my opinion. I would agree. Without that song. I would agree. Um, Okay. My next one is good. I hope so. This is a sort of like, I don't want to say unexpected because once I say it, you're going to go, oh, that song is so good. Yeah. But 
it, you, it, I think it's unexpected to land in a top 10 list. Ooh. It's from a film from 1999. Okay. Animated film starring Tate Donovan. Okay. James Woods. It is Hercules. But the song, Not Go the Dance, Distance, which is a great song, Go the Distance. I love that song. I'm going Zero to Hero. Oh, the Muses song that dude, opens the film yeah. in Hercules is so dang good. Oh, yeah. It is just, bless my soul, Herc was on a roll. I mean, it just starts so hard. And then the animation that it's all of these muses on the like pots. Yes. And the, the, you know, the art on the pots is moving around. Yeah. It's just so good. It like, you can't hear it and not get like stink face where you're just like, Mm. Oh, hundred mm. percent! God, it's so great. Let's listen to a little bit of Zero to Hero uh, from the Muses in Hercules. So good, right? Slaps, slaps. You got Lilius White, yeah, an, an icon in there, of Broadway, you, yeah, from Broadway, Lashans. Yes, I mean you've got in Roger Ryan, yeah, and Roger Bart is in the movie too. Yeah, he's it's, the singing voice, of, right? Uh, of Hercules. Of Hercules. Yeah. So you've got these incredible like icons, you know, from the Broadway community. If you're not familiar with Lilius White, just go look her up. Yeah. I mean, she she's been in Chicago. She's, she's in Hades Town right now. She's in Hades Town right now. She uh, she won a Tony for the Life. I think so. Yeah. Uh, she also made a brief appearance as Grizabella mm. in Cats when it was at the Winter Garden. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, we interviewed her on on the Broadway cast. Yeah. And she said, "I sing Memory my way," <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why she uh, was asked to leave the show. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, she's just she is a firecracker, and Lashans from you know Rent, yeah, fame, and and if oh, then, yeah, done so many iconic things over the years. I mean that that song. I remember we were at so you know, my dad worked at NBC here in Southern California. He used to get invited to a lot of like press stuff whenever new stuff would like a new movie would come out or something new at Disneyland. And when uh, Hercules came out, they did like a parade, and I think we got to watch the movie inside the great moments with. Mr. Lincoln mm -hmm. uh, Theater. Theater, nice. And they gave us all cassette tapes with Zero to Hero on it. Fun. And my brother and sister like played that song over oh, and great. over and over again. So it's just like it's etched into the depths of and my mind. And it's coming to Broadway. Is it? Wait, what? It's They're working on it. Really? They're working on it. They did that production of Hercules at, uh, uh, what is it, in the park? What do they call that? Was not, it? Not Shakespeare in the park, but... No, it was out in wait, Missouri. Is that where they did it? Um, no, they did a production in the park. Oh, really? Yeah, a couple years York. ago. Yeah, oh, wow, York. I didn't know that. Um, and then I think the plans are for it to come pretty soon. Really? Yeah. So Disney's just cranking. I mean, out. they got Lion King right now. They got Aladdin. Aladdin. I guess those are the only 
two that are on Broadway yeah. right now. And I think they may own. I, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like Disney owns more theaters than though. I think they may own two or, two or three theaters because they own the New Amsterdam, yeah. right? For sure, which used to be the Amsterdam, and that's where Lion King opened, and then it transferred up to the, the, the Minskoff. Minskoff, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, we'll save lo- all that for theater. <laughs> theater yeah, theater count. Why are we like trying to get the theater content over here? Stay in your lane. But yes, uh, um, zero to hero by the muses. Great, so great good. song. So good. Okay, so for me at number eight, speaking of musicals that are also on Broadway, uh, I'm going to go with a whole new world from Aladdin. I I remember getting the CD for Aladdin. When I was, I mean, I must have been, I don't know, 11 or 12, I think, at that time. That was about the time that came out. And I got, uh, my uncle got me a a six-disc uh, changer, yeah. uh, like, boom box, like, where you could, like, separate the speakers yeah. and you could, like, extend them out and, like, get a little surround yeah. sound. And the only CD I had was the Aladdin soundtrack. To put in your six CD changer was just Aladdin. It was just Aladdin, yeah. <laughs> six copies of it. Six <laughs> copies of Aladdin, Just to, but put it on random. Let's see what pops up. Uh, but yeah, I just, that song, it's a beautiful song. The score to it is beautiful. I think the vocal performances, you know, Le- Lea Salonga is on there. Again, speaking of Broadway, uh, she's stunning on that. It's just, it's a simple song. There's not a lot of musical elements to it in terms of instruments, mm-hmm. but... It's just, it's very transportative. You really feel them starting to fall in love um, in that moment. And I just, I just think it's a beautiful song, frankly speaking. So let's take a little listen to A Whole New World from Aladdin. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over sideways and under, on a magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world with you. Now I'm in a whole new world with you. It's the key change for me now i'm in a whole new world unbelievable yeah oh and when the carpet is flying over the water oh it's it's such a fantastic song it's gonna make an appearance much higher on my list really much higher no spoilies well you i know i know i know okay so i'm i'll I'll, I'll stop there so we can save it for for later on your list but that's my number eight is uh, a whole new world from aladdin I love it. Okay. Um, my number seven, I'm going to go back to Little Mermaid. Really? But okay. I'm not going to go with Under the Sea. I love Under the Sea. It's uh, other spots in my list. But I'm going to go Kiss the Girl. Oh. It's so good. It's classic. It's, again, you got a performance by Samuel Lee Wright as okay. uh, Sebastian. But the way, uh, here's why I love it. A, I love the performance that he gives in it. I love the way that he puts together all of the like 
wins words yes like it's just so great and like in the movie when like the oar comes up and it's like the three frogs going yeah yeah like it's so <laughs> it's so good and like evocative and you feel you know it always makes me think in the ride i love that part when you're sort of like going around them and they're in the the little boat and you know prince eric's just rowing and there's like fireflies everywhere and the trees are sort of hanging down and it's, it's just a great moment in the film I also love the fact that Sebastian in that moment seems to be like now he's like the cool uncle. Yes. He's been like the uncle trying to like hold it down up to this point. Yep. But at this point he's like, come on, man, just do it. Like she's right there. She wants you to kiss her. Please just like ask her something and do it. It's just such a great, great song. I have a question though about that moment. Do you think this just hit me in this moment? Do you think it's because Sebastian wants her to get her voice back and they can end up together or do you think he is kind of hoping that this will set her free and maybe she'll get to come back to the scene i i would like to think that sebastian in that moment is saying this is who you you love this guy mm. and he he wants them to find each other and fall in love as opposed to just like a transactional like kiss her so that she can like tell you what's happening and then she can come back like i think he at that point i'd like to believe that he's truly like behind her and trying to yeah. make something beautiful happen. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I just I never thought about that yeah. before. It's like what his motive was yeah. in that moment. But I think at the end of the day, like you said, he's that that uncle, you know, who's like in the beginning he's like, come on, just stay here. But then he realizes she wants to sort of spread yeah. her wings and fly. Gotta let her do it. And he wants to support her in that because yeah. he loves her. And doesn't the song start, if I remember correctly, before Sebastian starts singing, doesn't Scuttle like try to do some music? He's like, we need music. And he's like, wah, wah, wah. Yes. <laughs> like you know, terribly singing. And that's why Sebastian's oh like, okay, let gosh. me take care of this. <laughs> Scuttle. We need to do a, like a, a deep dive on yes, Scuttle. On Scuttle. But, what's, uh, what's going on there? For now, let's take a little listen yeah. to Kiss the Girl, yeah? Yeah, you see. Sitting there across the way She don't got a lot to say But there's something about her And you don't know why But you're dying to try You wanna kiss the girl Yes, you want her Look at her, you know you do Possible she wants you to There is one way to ask her it don't take a word, not a single word Go on and kiss the girl Sing with me now Sha-la-la-la-la-la-bye, oh my Look like the boy to shine Gonna kiss the girl Sha-la-la-la-la-la It got sad, it is a shame Too bad, you gonna miss the girl I love it, the end was like it gets like really like mellow at the end. Yeah. Kiss the guy. Like there's yeah. like someone does like a little like run. Yeah. At the end. Oh, it's great. It's a great track. Uh, I I almost put it on the list, mm. but spoilies, it did not make my top okay. ten. All right. So moving along to number seven. This is a more recent song, and this is where my list gets really hard. Okay. One to determine what should be on the list, what shouldn't be on the list, what should be a seven versus a four. Because this is there's a big log jam, uh, a splash mountain log jam of rye or not right, gosh, <laughs> there's a splash mountain log jam of songs um, that are piling up for me here. And even as I'm going back to songs that I'm not even seeing on my top ten, I'm like, oh gosh, how do I, how do I leave that off? So I'm gonna have to find a spot for those in eleven yeah. through fifteen. So 
number seven for me is gonna be it's gonna be let it go from frozen it's so good it's so good i remember seeing that movie in the theaters for the first time a buddy of mine had like i don't know got free tickets to like a regal theater but there wasn't one where he was living out in the valley and i'd moved back to see me valley he's like hey well we haven't seen each other in a while i'll come out i got yeah. these tickets we'll go see a movie and these two like grown dudes like in their late 20s went to the movie theater in the middle of the day yeah. at like two o'clock and so a lot of kids there weren't a lot of people there. it was like maybe 12 people right and we were two of them and I went into it thinking like, oh gosh, a Disney movie. I didn't have kids at that point. I was sort of in that in-between point sure. between like being a kid loving Disney movies, you know, and and then becoming an adult with, kid, with kids and then loving Disney movies for a new reason. And so I didn't have high expectations, but that movie just blew me away. And Adina Menzel's performance on that track and Bobby and Kristen with the way that they wrote it, it's just like, it hits you with so many different, elements you know like there's the big like sort of like sweeping point like like a frozen fractal all around like it just when she hits it the past is in the past she likes yeah burst through the doors and her hair oh yeah comes out of her little pony oh yeah and i just love this notion it's similar to the seize the day of like just owning who you are and I've listened back to that song, you know, as an adult and just like thinking of like what that means to us. It's just like, let it go. Yeah. Like just whatever was holding you back, just let and it I go. And I think it's it's almost twofold. It's like, let go the things that are, like you said, holding you back. But also once you've released yourself from that, let it go. Like let what makes you, you into the world. And like, yes. just like do it, you know? I couldn't don't, agree more. You know, don't wait. Uh, it definitely was one of those songs that, like, as soon as the movie was over, you were already singing it, mm-hmm. only hearing it one time, and you were like, oh, this song's going to be huge. And it really was huge. Like, that song was everywhere. And especially, mm. I, Sophie was, like, four years old. So, I yeah. mean, it was, like, perfect for her. Oh, I yeah. remember when we saw it, and she was like, I love this. And we sang it all every day multiple times a day and it really was one of those songs that like definitely crossed over mm-hmm. in the same way that like we don't talk about bruno has sort of become like yes. a pop hit even people that haven't seen Encanto like probably know we don't talk about and bruno. they don't know what it's from they don't know They're what it's like, from or what it's song. about yeah. you know yeah that's let it go and i love how it lends itself to i feel like i make jokes with that line and all the time <laughs> like i go you just gotta be like elsa yo just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. Uh, but let's take a little listen. I know everyone knows it, but let's take a little listen to that yeet bop banger. Let it go. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation. And it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now Let it 
And I love the punctuation thing where she's like, the cold never bothered me anyway. And I'll tell you, that is such a great line. And seeing my daughter and lots of other little, especially little girls, like kind of having this like, the cold never bothered me anyway. Like it kind of like <laughs> shoulder, like I'm tough. It was yes. just so cute it to see it. So and it was cute. like, it, I loved, you know, that it was like teaching young girls to like be confident and like own your truth and own your power. Mm -hmm. it's, such a great great song and also i don't want to spoil if i if i say this and it's on your list i'll stop but okay um into the unknown also a great song so good and yeah. from frozen 2 and like i know that bobby and Kristen were feeling the enormous pressure with frozen 2 of like how do you top let it go right like that was such a huge song and it was so well performed like how do you do it and then they wrote into the unknown which is i'd say let it go is better but like into the unknown is also a great song and there are other great tracks on frozen too like never. um uh some things never, never change that song like yeah, wrecks that's me. a good one yeah oh it's good yeah so good they i do mean all right they do they're doing okay <laughs> they do they're all right doing okay yep um that's a great great selection okay this next one i'm last one on the list last one on the list this I'm most proud of this selection. Really? Even though it's number six, I'm most proud of this selection. Did you have to like go deep into like the annals? Sort of, yeah. Okay. It's from Aladdin. So you might say, well, what do you mean? Right. But it's going to be specifically One Jump Ahead Reprise. Ooh. Which is Riff Raff, Street Rat, I don't buy that. If only they'd look closer, would they see a poor boy? No serene. Mm. No, they'd find out there's so much more to me. And that's it. That's the whole thing. Oh. We don't even need to listen to it now. I just did. I it was going to say, I feel like we just got a free <laughs> performance here. But I love that little, like, eight bars of music yeah. so much. I sing that to this day in the shower at least three times a week. Really? Oh, yeah. I, and, it just is like perfectly, especially if you're like a young guy that was like into Broadway or singing. It just is like in that perfect like sweet spot for like a kind of Barry tenor. It's like emotional. I love the song One Jump Ahead that opens the movie, you know, or doesn't actually open the movie. It's like the second song. But yeah. um, it just is so great. It's that like quiet moment in the film where he like breaks off the piece of bread and he gives it to like the homeless kids next to him, even though he's homeless himself. And then he, it, by the end, he's up in his little, you know, his little apartment or whatever you want to call it. And he yeah. like is looking out at Agrabah and he's got his like little apple and he's just like, man, what am, what's going to happen in my life? He's like hopeful in mm. a in a sad and seemingly hopeless situation. I love that song so, so, so mm. darn much. And the sentiment of it, like yeah. you describing that moment, I feel like that has to connect with so many people. Yeah. Like so many of us throughout our life, especially when we like find what we want to do or try to find our way, we're just like, if only you'd see like, yeah, there's so much, like I have so I much so to many more offer, whether it's in work, whether it's in school, whether it's in love or whatever it might be, is you're just like, come on, like just give me a chance to like show you what I'm capable of, you know? And I think that's just like a... It's like a rallying cry, you know, but it's so honest and real yes. at the same. Like he's not screaming it. No, nope. it's just, just like simple. His, it's like his heart, almost saying to himself, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. beautiful, mantra. great selection. Yeah. Thank you. Love Aladdin so much. All right, so this is an interesting point in our countdowns because it's a point where you can look at your one through five and you can say, "Do I want to slide one of those down to six and move my six sure up to five through one?" Because you have that that freedom now. And before I get 
to my number six and, and reveal it. Do want to remind you guys to please follow us on social media. We are at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram and TikTok at Disney Countdown on Facebook and at Pod Disney on Twitter. Uh, if you're loving what you're hearing, please rate and review. Uh, and if you want more Eric and Danny, because, I mean, we're going to bring so who much doesn't? more magic. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, talk to our wives. Um, <laughs> you could join our Patreon uh, for a very small monthly fee. You're going to get bonus content. Plus, you get access to a private community of people who are Disney obsessed like you on Facebook. And the conversations that are happening there are full of so much magic and joy. It's like, it fills my heart just yeah. to go over there and connect with those people. So just click the link in the episode notes uh, and that'll get you directly over to our Patreon or you can just subscribe on Apple and Spotify if you want those bonus episodes. That's an option too. Um, all right. So, oh, and we should say this is just part one. That's right. That's we got to right. do five through one. That's coming up next week. So make sure you subscribe to come back for that. Okay. Number six, I'm torn. Okay. I feel like it may need to get moved up. Got to make a decision. But I have to make a decision right now because the, the clock is ticking. The countdown is on. The crocodile. I know. I can so hear him. Simi! Uh, okay. I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to... I'm, I'm making a switch. Okay. I'm moving my four down to six. Ooh. And the six is going to move up. Okay. Double jump. I'm going to go with Go the Distance here at number six, six. from from Hercules. Yeah. It is such a great song. I was, I've been listening to it a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And before I go into it, let, let's take a little listen to sure. it here because I think it's important because I feel like it's one of those songs that like people kind of maybe are familiar with, but you need, you need to be reminded of it. So let's take a little listen to Go the Distance from Hercules. I have often dreamed of a far off place where a great warm welcome will be waiting where the crowds will cheer when they see my face And the voice keeps saying This is where I'm meant to be I will find my way I can go the distance I'll be there someday If I can be strong I know every mile Will be worth my while I would go most anywhere to feel This feels like the perfect song to come out of Aladdin's sure. reprise song. Oh, yeah. Because he's like saying, like, I will find my way. Yeah. I will go the distance. Like it, it feels like we've all had those moments in our life where you feel something like you're a part of something bigger. And you're starting to like unlock this new door in your life of like this path that you can go down and you just believe in yourself so much, but there's still a little bit of doubt or there's people who may be doubting you or the world says you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that or go there or try this, whatever it might be. And you are faced with that decision of, do I fly in the face maybe of convention? Do I fly in the face of what people are telling me I should do? And if I do, what is it going to take of me to make that thing a reality? And I think, um, that's what Disney does such a great job of. And maybe we don't give them enough credit for this, frankly. A lot of the time is the way that it encourages people 
to pursue their dreams totally. in life. You know, I think we talked about this early on in the show is that um, what does Disney represent? You know, I think it represents dreaming and dreaming big and living bigger than than your dreams and that everything you want to see come to pass, it can. And in this case, you have to go the distance. Like a, a dream is one thing, right? Right. But it takes work to make your dreams. It takes action. And that's what I love about this song is that it's not just about like, all your dreams will come true. It's like, no, I will go the distance. Right. Like he's making this statement of like, I will find my way. Yeah. I will go the distance. And I think how encouraging for all of us to think about that, that like, if you're willing to put in the effort, if you're willing to put in the time and the dedication that like, you can, you can do anything, right? And commit, make that promise to yourself. That's what I love is I, I feel like he's making that commitment to himself Yeah. in the songs. He's like saying, he's making a statement, I will do this. And I think it's a powerful song. And, you know, what I love is that our kids can grow up, whether they're just like taking in the imagery or, or they're also taking the lyrics that this sort of messaging is what is they're being surrounded by if we choose to, you know, bring this into their lives, I think is incredibly empowering. And um, I love it. So number number six for me is going to be Go the Distance from Hercules. That was so good. I love that. And something struck me as you were talking. Okay. How many of the songs that we've already selected are written by Alan Menken? Whoa. Let's let's see. So my number 10, I have to go back to my list here. Okay. My number 10 was Be Our Guest, Alan Menken. Okay. My number nine, You Can Fly. That was not Alan Menken. Uh, my number eight was, where's my eight? Eight was uh, The Muses. Zero to Hero. Written by Alan Menken. Right. Uh, so wait, was that right? 10 and eight. Uh, and then seven, kiss the girl, Alan Menken. Six was what was my six? Riff raff, riff raff, Alan Menken. So that's I have four out of my first five selections are by Alan Menken. Wow! And how many of yours? Uh, so what well, was your ten? Uh, so my ten was seize the day. Did Alan he, Menken. He wrote the original, right? He yeah. wrote. He wrote Newsies. Yeah. yeah. And Alan then Menken. under the sea, Alan Menken. Whole new world, Alan Menken. Let it go, Bobby and Kristen. And then uh, go the distance, Alan Menken. So you four of your first wow. five were written by Alan Menken. This is the so Alan Menken really, countdown. That's why I was like, <laughs> we are loving Alan Menken. Wow! Now I'm looking at my my five through one. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, is he all up in have? there too? Isn't that wild? They'll though? have to come back to find out. I mean, I think it is such a cool thing that Disney does. Yeah. Of finding, they just have an innate ability because in the '90s you had Alan Menken and Howard Ashman just like writing these amazing songs mm-hmm. and then recently you've had bobby lopez and Kristen anderson lopez uh uh writing frozen coco winnie the pooh uh what else did they did they do you also got lynn you know and yeah that's Enc- the next one i was yeah. gonna say is then and then lynn came and did moana and encanto and it's just like they have really figured out how to find those writers that write iconic music yeah truly truly heartfelt music that really honestly connects in people's hearts because it's not just just the songs and it's not just the animation it is that perfect confluence of all of them happening at once and i just i i'm so 
I'm loving this countdown. I'm excited too, to do five yeah. through one because we love talking about music. So, uh, yeah, that's it, though. We, I'd be interested, you know, anyone who's listening, whether you agree with our 10 through yes. 6, you know, definitely hit us up on social media and, and let us know where, where you think we got it right, where we got it wrong. Did we miss any? They might be coming up in five through one. They could be. So make sure you subscribe and come back. For come that. back next week for five through one. Uh, but yeah. we're going to wrap it up here. And as we close every episode of the Disney Countdown Show, we close by saying D-I-S... See you real soon. N-E-Y. Why? Because we count down. Disney Countdown Show. We're getting better at that. I want, I'm always torn. Do I go high or do I go low? I like the low. It you feels like, like it's an ending. Okay, fair That's enough. That's good. <laughs> you don't want that? I also realize that I keep pointing as if people don't know how to read I, letters. Well, what's funny is it's a podcast, and so it's <laughs> and like you're doing it for me. Here's what we're saying, Danny. <laughs> All right, we went way past our ending, but this is the end, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.